0: Super sexy. Hey, Clitorati. What is up? Today, we have a very, very special guest. It's Lindsay's personal favorite audio porn artist. He says things like... I almost want you to read it. (laughs) Orgasm is the pinnacle of happiness. So making content that helps with those is amazing. And biologically and psychologically, sex motivates us in so many ways. But We are often raised to be ashamed of our personal sexuality. We talk about that a lot here. And that's a real bummer. It is because it's such a core part of our mental health and our well-being. That's a huge part of our mission here. So... He's been able to incorporate kink positively into his own mental health journey and would like to provide an environment for us all to feel comfortable doing the same. Please welcome Jim Nova from Feel
1: Good Bill. Oh, yeah. Making BDSM uncool since 2019. <laughs> 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 so I say that, making BDSM uncool, you know, and... I would like it to just be something we could anybody could pick up. You know, crazy red and black dungeons; those are great and those are fun. But BDSM doesn't have to go on there. It can go on anywhere. It can go on in your bedroom. It can go on in you know places with lots of stuffed animals. You know, just whatever. <laughs> yes. You know. So I kind of say that. No, as a joke.
2: that's I love but that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you all for thank you yeah. all for having me. But it should just be something that oh, like even if it's not for you, I'm like oh, cool. You're like I know about that, but yeah. it's not for me. Should just yeah. be an option where it's no big deal.
3: Well, I, then, I mean, I'm yeah. Jim. I have a question. <laughs> is that an enlightened pussy cat on your t-shirt?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's like a Ooh. lucky cat. On my t-shirt. fans it. sent oh, this to me. I great. love this. Oh my
3: gosh, that's
2: awesome! I love shirt. Amazing. My fans
1: sent me the greatest stuff. I'm like, yeah. Love this guy. Well,
2: I'm well. Okay, so oh, I am authentically awesome. one of your fans. This was this is a total Lindsay episode. I I found you online and. So you do a really specific niche type of audio porn because I've tried, you know, I did things like Dipsia, but they don't really get as filthy as I wanted them to. But you go there with your specific niche. And so I looked you up and I was delighted you're not anonymous. So I just want to I want to get into your whole story. How the hell did you end up getting into this?
1: <laughs> so it's, it's kind of interesting. This was a very unhealthy escape. From a very dark time in my life. Um, It was, you know, I'd always had an unhealthy relationship with sex. You know, unfortunately, this was about five. This was actually, it's crazy. This is August, 2022. Um, It was August, 2017, where I found this. So it's coming on like, I don't know, it might even be like today, five years ago, when I made my first little audio porn thing on Reddit. But I was pretty sick. Um, I had been taking four milligrams of Xanax a day Mm. for nine years. And that kind of made me, you know, my, my life was not very happy. And I was kind of at the end of my rope. And the funny thing is, people ask me, like, well, how, what do you have to do to find like audio porn and to get, you know, to get good at it? And you know, I say, hey, I have a rock bottom.
0: Wow. That's what it is.
1: It's <laughs> so, like my rock bottom really in life. And I, because over, over like um, my illness with Xanax, I gained 120 wow. pounds. And I was really, really fat, but I was like a perv. So I was like, my God, I found it looking for safe for work ASMR. Like I wasn't even trying to find it, but then I like, happened upon it on Reddit and I was like, wait, I'm fat, but here I can get positive sexual attention and validation from women and no one has to see my gross fat <sighs> body, you know, that I thought, mm. I thought to myself like right. at the time, how I thought right. of myself, yeah. obviously. Well, and you've hey. got a great voice. <laughs> but so, so that's what it. Well, I, I didn't really know that. I really hated the sound of it for oh, the wow. longest time. Um, I, it's very interesting. But, you know, after you get, to, you get to like it and enough people say they like it, like, okay, maybe it's great. You know, maybe it's great. Yeah. I guess it is. Um, but, no, I, I did that for a while, and I got my validation, and it was very personal to me, and it was, you know, there were ups and there were downs. And then I found recovery, and I got better. And, you know, while I was recovering, I tried to still do it, but I got very, Mm. very ill. And I (laughs) tried to... Oh, it was so sad. I was, like, all alone, like, detoxing for 235 days and, like, getting worse and worse at the audio porn. And more and more fans were, like, leaving and leaving. It was so sad. And I quit (laughs) and I was like, I'll never do this again. But then when I got better, as I started to get better, um, I picked it back up again as more of, like, not, like, personal validation because I had like some amazing things, some amazing healing. And just I'm so lucky that I was able to take my life yeah. in a new direction. I kind of did it in 2018 as like art therapy. It was like a way to feel like a human being again. I suffered like some neurological damage during that time. You know, I was stuck inside. I was, I still managed to work, but I was working from home. I didn't have a lot of social mm-hmm. interaction. So You know, it was kind of a way, and and you obviously with that, like, you don't feel attractive. Like, my body felt fried. I lost, like, 90 pounds. And you know what? I would say losing 90 pounds is great. Like, losing 90 pounds in a few months and, like, extreme benzodiazepine withdrawal, don't recommend that diet. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, I just didn't didn't feel great about myself. And it wasn't like I was doing this to, like, oh, I got to do this to feel good about myself because— you know, I was going to therapy and all those wonderful things for a holistic, you know, mental health, yeah. you know, wellness journey. I want to caveat it with that, but this was something that really kind of helped me feel like attractive and feel like oh, okay, I am a, I am a human being. I can like, you know, interact with the world and provide something, and you know, still, you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not completely broke,
2: yeah. mm-hmm.
1: essentially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. You know, it it turned into that, and then I really, you know, I really, really enjoyed it. It became a passion of mine over the summer of 2018 into the fall and the winter. Like I was working 50 hours a week. I worked um, running um, mergers and acquisitions, technology projects for like big banks, like billion dollar projects and stuff like Mm that. M and A. I was like the Mm -hmm. MBA running (laughs) M and A because that's my background, like finance Mm -hmm. degree stuff like that.
0: I dated a (laughs) guy once. (laughs)
1: <laughs> They're really boring. That fi- the finance gym is long dead. I would not yeah. have dated the finance gym. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying.
2: So wait. So but, is this? So is this? So, is but, feel good oh, filth yeah. your full time job now?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Since 2020. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, I. So yeah. I. It turned into like a side gig. Um, My passion, then a side gig. I was spending all my time doing this, like, plus my demanding job. 2019, I opened a Patreon because I, I don't know, I had an account and they sent this email saying, hey, everyone who, if you don't have a a creator account, you better start because, you know, we're essentially going to be upping the fees by like Mm -hmm. 5%. So I'm like, shit, I wasn't going to do this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. But I started the Patreon in like April of 2019. And that really kind of took off. And I was like, wow, maybe I can, I did it to kind of pay off my student loans. I haven't made a dent in those yet. That was a real failure, but I've been able to do this as a job. (laughs) So, so no, I, and then it kind of took off. And then, um, I always kind of had the little spreadsheet on my desktop at work, like the dream spreadsheet, like, okay, if I can just get here, you know, and I would look at it all day at my, like my nightmare of a job being like, okay, there is hope. I have to work two more years to pay off my student loans and stuff like that. And, but it was January 3rd. I was coming back from a New Year's holiday, Chicago, like negative 12 wind chill at the L stop yeah. that morning at the office at like 715. And I I looked at my I gotten a 401k statement in and I looked at my my spreadsheets, my dream spreadsheet. And I was like, you know what? If I cashed out my life savings today and I was making nowhere near What my bill, I was making like a third of what my bills were, like from feel good filth stuff. But I was like, you know what? I know that if I, I'm going to cash out, I can cash out my life savings, move to California, do this full time. And I know if I do what I'm, what I can do, what I'm capable of doing by the end of the year, I'll be paying. I can pay my own bills. I can be in the black essentially. So, and then I thought to myself and then I was like mulling it. And then I just got done losing 10 years of my life. I lost 10 years of my life, you know, I was like 34, 35 years old, you know, and that's like, holy shit, you know, you, you think of that, like, I'm, you know, you, I'm not, I realize like, I'm still a youngish person, but like, oh my God, I'm old now, like, I'm not, you know, like, what <laughs> the fuck, time becomes something that's like, yeah. so valuable, mm-hmm. time, like, you realize like, the importance of time, and then I thought to myself, I could work two more years here, but it would be two more years of like, health mm-hmm. and happiness, mm-hmm. like, two more years of my life back. It's a little bit of a risk, but fuck it. I mean, I'm supposed to be dead anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. From from all that stuff, like I, whatever. So I so I laughed when I thought of those two years. I just laughed to myself. I laughed like audibly. It became the it became the easiest decision of my life. I just wrote my letter up, and I you know when my boss got in at nine o'clock, gave it to him, said hey you know, and when and the second my second to last day at work, I told everyone what I was going to do. Oh and they got the biggest <laughs> kick out of it. And I still will get messages.
3: You're like,
2: I'm going to become
1: a
0: full time <laughs> audio porn artist. Jim from yes. MA. <laughs> you probably <Exactly>. have some <laughs> colleagues at work who secretly oh, sure listen
1: they. to you. Oh, I know oh, I do. The ones that I sure. know I do, oh. Oh, ladies oh, and yeah. gentlemen. Okay. Oh, I have to. Yes. Bank of Montreal uh, represents. Oh but no, God. full-time job I love that. 20.
2: Congratulations. Like, you know, one of the things that we talk about on this podcast a lot is we call, you know, we, we teach people how to live a pleasure positive lifestyle. And your story is such a great example of listening to your sex center, as we call it, we, you know, we listen to our pussies. You listen to your, your sex center, your cock. And, and really, it sounds like you really trusted that and you took the leap of faith and it paid off. And I love that so much.
0: We've been doing Clit Talk for a while now, over 200 episodes to date, and we have had an influx of new Clitorati and we still have our consistent OG Clitorati tuning in every week. So we've created a free gift for you. It's called Clit Talk Cliff Notes, the no BS guide to self-pleasure and sexual intimacy. And we're
3: really giving you our best highlight reel of sex tips. We have combined our top sex hacks to give you confidence, communication, orgasms, and the ability to take your pleasure game from zero to a hundred real quick and blow any partner's mind in bed.
0: Included in this and free gift is two free audio trainings, self-pleasure is self-love, and our hottest sex tips. We also have unreleased episodes and a fan favorite from our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass, an erotic visualization, and a video on orgasmic breathing. Oh, yeah.
3: Mm. So, to get a little taste of what we do here, you definitely want to sign up for Clit Talk Cliff Notes. Just go to clittalkshow.com/backslash/guide because Clitorati, It is possible to have quantum leaps in your sex and empowerment with simple and impactful shifts. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today.
2: Yes. I'm talking about a clit-talk, 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 talking about a clit-talk, clit-talk, clit-talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your
3: pussies to the show.
1: I had the utmost trust in my <laughs> cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i never yeah. thought of it like that i never thought you know but yeah. you know, as you, as we, you we teach it, people how to do that i like that and that's just <laughs> what i'm going to say jim how'd you do this i just had an abundance of confidence in my cock i listened to it wow and then
0: and look yeah, at me now i, I genuinely have
1: not
0: i have genuinely not now seen and like you if
1: you listen to your genitals exactly you can that's what
0: we you can do it. You can do it. Whatever it is that your genitals tell you. Exactly. As
1: long as it doesn't, you know, interfere yeah. with anybody else. And it's within the bounds right. of the law and everything. Right. Exactly. right. But, but, but yeah. can you
2: imagine right. if everyone in the world really listened to their genitals? How different the world would look? Like the things people would be doing? It would be crazy. Like things nobody that Nobody would get anything done, guys. I'm
1: just saying, nobody would get anything done.
3: It would I be a different know. kind of productive, yeah. you know. It, it, that's I've very actually true. become. Um, I'm very, just going to call this also. Kids, Lindsay's smile. I've not seen you smile <laughs> this hard in a minute. I'm
2: a fan girl. over here.
3: <laughs> I see. It's so beautiful. Um, and
2: and so Love that and, smile. okay. So there are other audio porns like dipsia and, and things like that. But what you do is, I guess, a bit more. Taboo. You really lean into the daddy stuff, which is totally my kink. And is that an authentic kink for you, or how did you land <laughs> in such a niche, niche area?
1: <laughs> Interestingly enough, when I started making content, that's really when I got introduced to DDLG, Daddy Dom Little Girl, DDLB, Little Boy, CGL, Caregiver yeah. Little Play. Okay. And I'm going to be quite honest, I was a shamey McShamer. Oh. And I thought it was like, I was like, oh, that's disgusting. And you know what? I kind of, you know, there are a lot of, you know, in BDSM and of course, DDLG, any any BDSM practice, there are some negatives and there are like, you know, there's things like some abuses yeah. of that, which can kind of give it like a bad name. And I was really kind of focused on that stuff, but I wasn't really focused on maybe the core mm-hmm. of what it was. So I made content for a while and then... um and then it was actually in the fall of 2018, I met this partner and we dated and she's a very like successful person, great relationship with her dad, like, you know, all of these
0: things <laughs> that she <might>. Great relationship
1: <laughs> with my dad. Right. Like some of the stereotypes. Sorry. Right. Right. Like I, I know people, again, like stereotypical stuff that I was, I didn't have an open mind at the time, but some of the things that were so like. So wait,
2: so what me, were you doing when you first um, started, like, what hey, were you I, doing? Just more general audio porn?
1: Yeah, just more like general okay, maybe dommy okay. stuff. You know. Yeah, so I mean like DDLG is my is my specialty, but I still like to do all sorts of yeah. you know different things. Not really sub stuff no, though.
2: No. You're not a That's sub. That's not my
1: thing. But I have a okay. couple out there. But I met but I met this um I met this person and you know we had really great sex and she was like, "Hey, you know, like would you like to try this?" And like this is what it means to me and stuff like that. Like the first time and then like the first time I just went into it with an open mind and we played. I was like, this is who I am. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like th- th- like it took this long, but like it-, it was just it was the most like natural, wonderful mm. thing in the world for me. I guess it plays to like a lot of Do my you- personal characteristics. Like, I'm kind of like a nurturing and like soft person. And like DDLG stuff is like more nurturing and it's more soft. It still has like wonderful, like rough, fun, yeah. you know, crazy stuff. But at its core, it's all about like the care dynamic between like the Dom okay. and the sub. Yeah. Right. So I really, you know, I really enjoyed that. And like, whenever I realized, like, wait a minute, like, above all, above anything else, above anything you do in this, any, you know, any practice or any abuse or whatever. You know, that's on top of what it mm-hmm. really is you know that's on top of like deep down like that care and I and I just really love that I make you know in my life you know I, I lost 10 years and those 10 you know and previous to that it wasn't very fun but in those 10 years my gosh I didn't feel too mm-hmm. valuable I didn't mm-hmm. have a whole heck of a lot of self-worth you know so I know what it's like to kind of not feel valued you know even if you may be but you you have to feel it you have feelings yeah. of, of worthlessness you know I really, Through that content, even, even though I'm making it, I'm not making it for anyone specifically. I literally do try and put like love in that content. It sounds (laughs) stupid. Like it sounds really, really dumb. Like anyone would say that, but like, and and really like just trying to make people feel valued. Like, you know, even if it's for a 10 or 15 minute audio roleplay. Just for a little bit. Uh
3: you have you know, literally they,
0: transformed <laughs> Lindsay's life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you yeah, have I mean, made her she, has valued. been so happy
3: since she met you.
1: Just, um. You know, just um, yeah, I mean, and being able to do that is so is so wonderful. But just to give people like life is really the the world out there, my God, now, I mean, as our society unravels, um, it's a really shitty place. And you can't you can't read the news without getting mm. furious. You can't you know, you can't turn TV on. You can't go, like, anywhere without something. Just like, you know, making you angry. And for good reason. Because of all the things that are going on.
0: Yeah, You know, right. right
1: now. And hopefully Q will give us a new message. You know, that's what I'm not... That's not where I was going
0: with
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, but everything with, like, with Roe yeah. v. Wade and, you know, the yes. violence we see. And the violence and oppression we see in all of our systems. You know, it's just, like, it'll make you want to tear your hair out. But totally. you can... You can take ten or fifteen yeah. minutes, like ten or fifteen and that, minutes, and have a little bit.
2: That, and I can an tell escape. that from mm-hmm. consuming mm-hmm. your your products that that was true for you, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on. And when I when I was looking you up, I was one of the things that I was like delighted by is you're not anonymous. What is that like for you? <laughs> like, do your do, do your parents like know about this? Like, does everyone in your life know like this is your full time job? And because we. Ironically, when we first started this podcast, um we had more girls and everyone was going by a pseudonym, like a fake name. Until we yeah, sugar, sugar is from, actually her real name is Madison. Sugar was. So we were all going by fake names. And through our journey, we oh. are now not. I think Katie and I were the only ones that didn't I, I yeah, never Katie went and by I never went by name. fake names, but yeah. everyone else did. And through the journey, but even still like going fully public is like a little scary when you're when you're you do something that's not working for a bank, you know, what was that journey like for you?
1: Um, fascinating, mm. interesting. Next question. <laughs> no, no, it, it's it's been it's been very, very interesting. Like, and it's so funny. You know, I think about going back and working for a bank and going back to that life, and I was like, I could mm-hmm. never do that. Mm-hmm. I could never ever do that. And for me, you know, I. You know, in my life, like I said, I had that restart. I got to start my life over again. I became new Jim. You know, Jim Nova, like Nova is Latin Ooh. for new. And I, when I, ch- I changed my name to that, my name is just Jim Nova. No middle name or anything like that. You know, just like new that. Jim. Yeah. That's what my name is. And I got, mm-hmm. I got to start over as me. And if anybody, family, friends, um, institutions, the clergy, whomever, they don't like that and they don't like who i am they can fuck off basically okay you if if my parents (laughs) if my grandma if my you know if my my sister if my brother-in-law if they don't like it and anyone in my life doesn't like me being who i am and being happy and doing something where i literally just bring good feelings to people at a reasonable free or (laughs) reasonable price then you can sit and spin. But the fortunate thing is, like, all my family knows that I do it. And if they don't like it, they don't mm. tell me. My evangelical parents even accept <laughs> that I do it. Oh, so, so, you know, like.
3: Well, Lindsay, he, showed, he has your, says your line, line that everyone can That is That off. is my line. <laughs> that Lindsay, this is, this is, that's a Lindsay line. She'll literally be like, look, I am going to be my most self-expressed self. And if anyone has a problem with it, they can actually fuck off. Yeah. You guys have a lot I of comments. I spent common, so many so. years hating <laughs> myself
1: and hating who I was. And like, and like, I didn't. Are you single? I didn't like being me. Sorry. You know? Yes. And it was like, but then once you become comfortable being yourself and you're yourself and you get some acceptance and you know what? Maybe you're a little bit weird and maybe you do some weird shit, like make audio porn, collect stuffed animals, like in masks, like stuff like that. Maybe you do some weird stuff. Do you collect stuffed animals? Oh yes, what, I do. Yeah.
2: You've so what's this? Twice. What's this whole stuff? I need like, to see thing. that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, are they like what what my little pony?
2: Yeah.
1: No, mainly like Pusheen okay. the cat.
2: Okay.
1: Um. Mm. Can I? Can I? I wonder if I can yeah. share. Can I share <laughs> yes, my screen? I, uh, I think
2: you can. I'll show <laughs> i uh,
1: you. I think so. Let me make sure. Let me bring up my photos and make okay. sure those the hidden gallery is hidden. <laughs> There. There
0: go. while you pull that up I love that like you you were you started one way with your audio porn that you said you weren't that great that crazy about and then it got really clean because you had your own personal sexual debut mm-hmm. is what we call it here Nicole Hodges it's like you get to have it's not just like losing your virginity and that's it like you get to have multiple sexual debuts throughout your lifetime as you make these profound mm-hmm. transformations and I love that that has what really catapulted you into your um, into your thriving business and really brought you some like stability and a feeling of security and safety within mm-hmm. your work as an artist, as an audio artist.
1: Yeah, yeah and, and that's true. I mean it's I guess a, a sexual and just a self, a new self kind of you know just starting over. And sex was part of that. And it's so awesome that, you know, I've been able to, um, and I'm able to make my content and really be myself. And that's like the best feeling in the world. Like when you don't Mm. have to just, you can do something that feels naturally to you and people vibe with it. And it might not be the biggest crowd and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, like we have ours and we can all find that. And I'm so happy that I did. And I'm so happy I can do that. Like being myself.
0: I know. Mm. We can't relate to that at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so great. I use it in my personal pleasure practice, but also one of the things that I love to do with your work is I really like dirty talk, but my boyfriend, it's, it's kind of hard for him. So I will literally play you in the background and we will act out <laughs> what you're doing together. And that's been super awesome. Yeah, that's so fantastic. I get like that need fulfilled of the dirty talk and he's comfortable with it and he loves it. So it's like, kind of like my we've had three a lot of threesomes with you basically
1: <laughs> that's fantastic i think i need to try you know, that I, whenever yeah like whenever like couples tell me that like that helps make mm-hmm. their sex life better that's just like fantastic now i i can't i have to like i'm i, I don't i'll have some technical difficulties and I have to restart my browser here if i share my screen but okay. i'm going to share this um, my ring light there and you can kind of see all my stuffed oh, animals yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh in my old living room.
3: Goodness.
2: Including my that- pink
1: Christmas tree full of Pusheen <laughs> the Cat stuff and in the other corner Pusheen is a claw game. What's
2: a claw game? Is a what game? What's a claw game?
1: A working claw game. You know the what game at the at the you know when you're a little kid you oh, have a little, like you put a the corner down. in and oh. the claw comes out. Yes. I thought this was like a, a BDSM
2: sex game. I didn't know
0: about <laughs> like a claw. Oh no,
1: <laughs> completely. I feel wholesome. like now, I, I moved, need to. Share I moved this into with a much smaller too. place and have no have no space for all these stuffed animals. I bought some nets. I have to put them in nets from like the ceiling and corners. But you know, so my fans um in twenty in twenty twenty my fans wanted to get me something for my birthday, which is coming up. August 31st. Oh. <clears throat> so that, so I put together an Amazon yeah. wish list. And, like, I put some Pusheen the Cat stuffed animals on there. Because I've always liked Pusheen. I, I even liked Pusheen before I really, really got into, like, just adopting cute stuff, like, into yeah. my life fully. But I had some Pusheens and people, like, sent me some. And I was like, these are so cute. And they make me smile. I love that. And I, it. and
2: I want more. And yeah. so I want more. So I just really started. I like want to show and into your tell. Inner child. Well, I'm going to have to send
3: him a pushing cat this now. This is a photo of me being covered in stuffed oh. animals.
1: Oh my God, that's <laughs> precious.
3: <laughs> I went to my friend's house and we had this little like after party. And he has like, he's in love with my little pony. And he also has like a daughter. And she really, she's really in love with oh. it so he i was like laying on the bed and he just proceeds to pile on he's like you need to experience this like a full body cuddle hug from about 20 my little ponies Ooh, yeah. oh that's um, great. it was it was amazing i was like wow i actually really like this
1: what does this mean
3: um it and here's me, me
1: in a bathtub <laughs> oh that's covered hot. in Pusheens with my oh. giant Pusheen the cat <laughs> Oh my God. that someone sent oh, me. Yeah, is that a Mallow you.
3: Squish? Is that a giant Mallow Squish Pusheen the cat?
1: It's just a giant soft Pusheen that's like 450 bucks. <laughs> oh a fan God. sent it to me. It's I think it's
3: insane. It oh. oh my gosh. So going, going back, back to, to this room. like daddy stuff, I have a confession. I want some advice. Um, so my husband <clears throat> does not let me call him daddy. Good news is I am polyamorous. So I have other peep daddies, but you know, there's this temptation in the bedroom to just want to shout that out. And I actively, it's a hard boundary for my partner. He like, it would upset, it wouldn't feel good for him. So I have to be like, ah, damn, that's some good dick. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so so what we've, we, he's a pilot. So we have a compromise. I call him captain. It's good. Oh, good. Right. It's cute. It's not. It doesn't roll off the tongue as easily. But, um, but I, I, you know, I'm curious. Um, what do you think that's about? You know, like, what do you think? What would you be your advice to, other than, of course, bringing you into our bedroom and playing your audio <laughs> porn and doing it? Lindsay does with her partner. <laughs> do you, there's is there like some conversation I could have with him around the word daddy to? I don't know to break this down with him.
1: Of course. So I would, you know, I would just you have the conversation. So 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 at at its heart like daddy is about like the care and it's about like mm-hmm. the nurture that kind of play, you know, mm-hmm. and it's about like that kind of like connection. Mm-hmm. Um and I think what it's important to do is really to frame your conversation that like yeah, understandably a lot of people like I thought it was gross I thought it was, I thought it was kind of gross. Like, I think that to frame it as you're, and you're really not talking about in certain, you know what? And in like, I think at its heart, you're not really talking about like your actual father figure. Like what we're doing is we're talking about a role And when you say daddy, you're talking about a role that like cares for me, but also it's my brains out and, you know, makes me come over and over again. Like, so it's, it's really explaining, it's not necessarily me wanting to be like your daughter or something like that. Right. But it's a way for me to express like, and to refer to you in a way that, that best, that best expresses how I feel about you inside. Right. You know, that's that, you know, expressing that helps me Mm. express like the care and the satisfaction, like the sexual satisfaction and you know all those things that like you do for me, or when I'm being satisfied, I need. Mm. And maybe framing the conversation like that, really letting them understand like what that word really means to you, mm. you know, more than just like on the surface, like yeah, it's hot when I get fucked, I want to call you daddy, you know. And I'm and obviously I'm sure you've had these conversations sure, yeah. with them, but those are those are maybe ways that I would. I would broach. The
3: I love that. Yeah. It's like the, it's, it's really about the care of mm-hmm. a daddy. Um, yeah, I, but don't give yourself that much credit. I don't actually want you to be my daddy, but the care in this moment, the love that I've experienced for you is so like daddy is just what does it. Now, I, I have you been using the captain word as, as I shared, right? And like it just doesn't do anything for me. Like I hope, I'm like hope that it will have the same effect, but like it just doesn't. Well, you know, um, I, With with Ryan
2: and I, he was actually really freaked out about this kink for me. And we had to have, like, a series of conversations and sort of bridge our way to the daddy word. Like, it took him a while to, like, come around to uh,
3: it. No, come around? (laughs) To to come around to (laughs) it. I'm sorry, I had (laughs) to.
2: And I had to (laughs) explain to him kind of, like, what Jim is saying. Like, it's not... I'm not thinking about my dad. (laughs) Like, that's... No, that's not what's happening. And... That would be That'd weird. Be weird yeah. um, for I mean, I, everyone has their own kinks, whatever. It's not. <laughs> um, but but we had to bridge our way to it. And I had to explain to him why it was important to me and that it really is the thing that turns me on and that it's something that I like really strongly mm.
3: desire to be a part of our sex life. But we had to work our way up to it. It, it really freaked him out at first. So I have a question for yeah. you, Lindsay, um, just to put you and Jim both in the hot okay. seat right now. Um, so Lindsay, like, what was it like the first time you you played one of Jim's audio porns in one of your sessions with Ryan, what was that experience for you and like and for Ryan? <clears throat> yeah. hearing you
1: be super aroused. He was, he
2: was super.
1: <laughs> yes, what was it like? It was super, for
2: you? It was super hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nobody can see me going like, wait, right, by putting well, my face kind of in this. They're the watching this on YouTube. YouTube
0: I can uh, on YouTube. On YouTube. Sorry. I love that.
2: <laughs> it was, oh. it was actually really empowering for Ryan because Jim, you do such an incredible job. Like you do it exactly the way I want it. <laughs> like you say all the right things. <laughs> And, and you're very creative. Like you have so many different scenarios and different ways. And, um, you know, depending on my mood that day, and it was really empowering for Ryan to hear an example of like exactly what I like. And also it took the pressure off of him to have to be talking dirty to me while we were doing it. It's like you were doing the work for him. So he was super empowered and he could just enjoy the more physical (laughs) aspect of it because that's what he's more into. So he was like, Jim, Jim just makes life Mm easier easy for me, so yeah yeah, that's yeah. so fantastic. it was really empowering for him wow. and, and now it's kind of given him ideas of like things to say, so he is starting to tr- talk dirty more and stuff like that to me, so it's cool
1: that's yeah. really great to hear because that's, you know, and that's you know, <laughs> like that's him satisfying you know, and helping satisfy his partner like expand mm-hmm. his horizons, that makes yeah. me feel really good, I love getting like comments on like my Pornhub stuff Sometimes I'm like, yeah dude, I took <laughs> notes in I'm going to go try this with my girlfriend. Yeah, fantastic. It's, it's totally, that's, oh, yeah. yeah, for that's any amazing. men
2: listening, you know, like, it's a great resource to teach yourself how to talk dirty in this specific
3: niche. Uh, yeah. Right. There's actually another form of, like, talking dirty that you touch, it, it, it lives inside of worship fantasy. Um, and I noticed, like, the one that you have about, like, body worship and for, it's called Pampered Girl. Yeah. Um, and so, this has been a huge uh, fantasy of mine for a while. Um, is this this idea of being worshipped? Um, I actually have this fantasy of like, having a threesome with two men, and like, just it's all about it's all about me. And I, that's actually the only kind of threesome I haven't had yet. And I was talking with a a, a dear friend of ours who whose husband and I both both her husband and my husband. They're not like super turned on by the worship fantasy, and we were kind of just laughing about it. We're like, okay, like how do we enroll our husbands into um, like worshiping us, like goddesses? Because it is an it's an it's an exaggerated form. I feel worshipped by my husband when we make love. Like I feel his love. It's a very nonverbal verbal energetic communication there's really no words if anyone's talking in bed it's like me being like oh yeah like my (laughs) captain my captain or whatever but like he's not saying anything to me usually (laughs) so (laughs) but but i was like i that's another form of it like right not just being like the the filthy talk but like the worship like oh you goddess, I want to kiss every part of your body. And like, I want that so hard. So I was talking to him about it and I was like, yeah, what do you think about, you know, like worship, play, babe? Well, and he was like, not into it. Well, here's, here's the thing. Like,
2: I Ryan is just good giving in game. It doesn't turn him on, the daddy stuff. It doesn't turn him on, but he's willing to do sure. it for me because it turns me on. So we kind of take turns, like one- you know, sex session will be about me and my kinks. And then the next time it's about what turns him on. So we take turns if you have different turn on. So, like, you can just request it, I think. Right? What do you think, Jim? <laughs> yeah, what do you What do you think, Jim?
1: Well, so, uh, yeah, I mean, talk about being put on the spot. That's <laughs> Jim Nova, sex therapist. <laughs> you didn't
2: know you we were going <laughs> to do a therapy session with us today. <laughs>
1: no 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 so i think um i love this this is fantastic i I love i love these questions gives me something you know in my no i I used to have all these big problems to solve in my on my own like my my multi-billion dollar projects and now it's like oh i gotta get a new cable (laughs) for my mixer today okay so it's great um i think that Again, it's like, it's communicating like the why you want that. It's not like I'm just want to be selfish and I want you to just pay attention to me because I don't care about your needs. But it would make me feel, you know, it would make me feel good and it would make me, you know, it would would really help to capture like the care that you have for me and focus that. Mm. And I think like dirty talk is just like, oh my God, when people say that their sex is quiet.
3: (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I have very quiet. I have quiet sex. <laughs> not nice. nonverbal. Mm-hmm.
1: Is there music? I don't know why at? that.
3: There's mu No, no, no. Okay, obvious. there's there's sounds, there's breathing, there's music, there's like and uh, like uh, you know maybe a random phrase here and there coming from me, but it is not it's not like I have other lovers who they we fucking talk yeah. the whole time. That's hot. Yeah. Cuz I am in an ethical non-monogamous marriage and Lindsay, you know exactly one of the people I'm probably talking oh. to. <laughs> Is in our he, friend group. Of is he married poly to an people. artist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh oh, that one no, okay. and there's another one. But um, you know, I guess that's part of it is, you know, as a poly married woman, is I just I don't have it that my husband will meet all of my needs, and I don't need him to. And there's a lot of freedom. Like, so he experiences like no pressure for me in the bedroom, which is I think a really beautiful space I've created with him. And um, and also there's this, there's this little part of me that's like, but I kind of do want to experience that with my husband, and I know I'm getting it elsewhere, but there's something about our bond, our our prime, like our relationship. Like I do want to maybe at times experience. You don't that. And want I, a captain. You want a daddy. <laughs> like. I, I kind of want, but like, no, I need like my he's like my captain of my life. Like he drives yeah, yeah. the ship, he he flies the plane of our life. Like I need the captain. I'm I'm present to the universe gives you what you need, not necessarily what you want, but also I do like those two things right now are like, can you be both? And I guess I just, you know, I don't want to create, because we've been together for eight years and there was a point in our relationship uh, right when I started Clip Talk, I wasn't really sexually woke yet. And he experienced feeling um, performance anxiety in the bedroom mm. with me, that he had to do it a right way. He had to do it a certain way. And he sort of would, um, it was like when it would... It was, it was having an impact on our relationship. <clears throat> part of that was like, it was, a co, it was a co-creation of like our energy together, creating this dynamic. But part of that was like really freeing for me when I did open eye marriage and I did start to be able to experience things. I didn't br- bring that same sort of resentment into my relationship because I was getting it elsewhere. Um, so <clears throat> I do really feel like from what you shared though, that having a conversation with him to just reframe and redefine, What dirty talk is, what daddy really means, what worship play really would um, signify for me. And having a conversation to like redefine what those things are like. I will will report back after having those. But where I fall is like, maybe that's just not my partner's self-expression. And now what? Right? I'm going to make this guy be, you know, that's why I'm like, Jim, I feel like you're going to be in our bedroom (laughs) a lot now. Um, we'll let you,
0: we'll let you know. I'm excited to bring you but into Lin- my like, personal said, pleasure practice.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as Lindsay said about her partner, though, it does come down to being good, giving in game. And a partner that does care. I mean, you know, a primary partner, I would say one of the needs a primary partner does need to fulfill is to at least be is to be present to, you know, your your needs for pleasure and satisfaction. Right. And understand. And they might say, hey, you know what? I understand exactly. You know, we had the conversation, and I understand what it Great. means to you. But really, this there's there's this about it, and I would say that there there needs to be a communicated. Yes, this is this, not just like that's icky, but in order for you to understand a little bit more and have the conversation, this is what I don't like about it. Hey, maybe that's maybe that's the end of it. But mm. I think you know it's definitely worth having that conversation. Outside and of the bedroom, <laughs> I would you know <clears throat> exactly. Not, not, yeah, yeah, not, not in the bedroom. No, no. Because that's, no. you know, because it, it, yeah, it is a conversation about sex, but it's really kind of a conversation about your relationship. Yeah. You know, yes, it's it's something that happens in the bedroom, but what it is, it's you know, it's a, it's a form of satisfaction, it's a form of connection that you don't have with that partner. You know, at its core, right? It's not it's not just about the fucking. It's about like the con- the connection and those things. Dirty yeah. talk is so great, and why I love it. It just brings. It allows you to bring your brain. Your brain into sex. If it's quiet, I mean, you can have you can be talking, and your 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 brains are fucking along with. We should have you do a dirty talk workshop. You know, you're just it's. it's,
2: (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever do dirty talk workshops? It
1: is all you know. Yeah, I should. I should. You guys can help me sell tickets. Definitely,
3: I think we should. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm feeling it. Help you build your whole
1: program. Dirty talk is about Mm. confidence, Mm -hmm. a lot of it. And I think a lot of folks, like, it can be intimidating because you don't want to say something Mm. wrong. And maybe I just had the hubris to think that I never would say anything wrong, but I just (laughs) never, I don't know, I was always a dork and like in school and stuff and like to write and like words and like to improvise with like music Mm. and stuff like that. So I guess it always just came naturally to me. But I can, a lot of people were like, Jim, how do I talk dirty? How do I get my boyfriend, my partner, my girlfriend, you know, whomever, you know, can you, talk you Can dirty? you
2: give us a little, Katie's, and I don't know if just, Katie's ever heard your work before. Would you mind giving us just like a one minute example using my name?
1: Oh my God. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I see what this entire thing was about.
0: This was the build up. Lindsay commissions
1: are available for $250. dollars okay, slash okay. commissions
2: You do do commissions, don't you? This
1: and I will say this is the deepest I've got in to an interview before that Ruse was <laughs> no. foisted upon you. No. No so like well yeah so we do a, you know, we do um we, we first off we have to think of okay. a little scenario, right? And what I like to do um, is so excited. If I like I'll sometimes write down like a little bitty mm-hmm. like outline or just like you know most of the time I just pace around for like five minutes and we have to think of like what like what the scenario is and we have to think about what kink that we're really mm. trying to hit. Now, so like we have to so so some audios are gonna they're gonna have like a core theme. Like some of them are gonna be about like possession. Some of them are going to be about, you know, just experiencing, you know, like, rough sensation and then having, Mm. like, care, you know, given to you afterwards. Or experiencing, like, overstimulation or or experiencing, like, having a worship experience, having, like, just a sensory, you know, all about what you experience. So you want to find, like, what that general theme is because you don't want to have, like, you know, gentle, gentle beachside, like, cabana audio. Then, you know, I... All of a sudden, whack you with like a paddle, <laughs> like you know, that's just that out is, of nowhere. Right. You know, you have to kind of right, 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 kind of right, have right, that right. flow. Okay. So, Lindsay, because this is going to be an audio about you tailored to your tailored okay. to your kinks, what should we? What should the theme I mean, be? What are you? What are you really I feeling mean, I right now? I Obviously,
2: really like the daddy thing. I like to just be like,
1: oh, yeah, well, daddy's going to be there. I, don't worry about that. I like to that. just
2: be <laughs> <laughs> like told what to do, and I need to mute myself. Is that a kink?
1: Okay. Oh well, yeah. You know, obviously. Like, like
2: I'm not in charge. Yeah. So,
1: oh. okay.
2: Are you the babysitter? Yeah, I like to pretend I'm the
1: baby. Do you
2: have like a? Do you I have like do a like to pretend to be the babysitter of, like, a lot of oh, times. Oh yeah. So
1: that's kind of that's kind of yeah, like, like what I Yeah, I like to be I the need.
2: babysitter a lot.
1: Okay, so you're you're the babysitter, and like, and I'm the yeah. dad. You know who's coming home, and so. So I'm the dad who's coming, and I love this. Like I love like the idea when it starts to go, like ooh, here it goes. Like it just starts like spinning up. Oh, that's that's so much fun. I've had that on like live streams and stuff like that, Instagram streams where somebody's like, somebody has like given me a prompt, like it's in my head, the audio's in my head. I gotta go run up and record it. (laughs) But this one, so I so so I'd be coming home, and so I'd be like, and let's say that, um, and because I don't have sound effects. We're going to say that there's a little rain outside. There's a little storm. There's some thunder and lightning. And you're in my office. You're at my desk. And I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. So, so here's, we're going to start with cue the door opening. And that's where the audio would start. So I'll start that now. So cue door opening. Be like, excuse me. Um, could you tell me what exactly you're doing at my desk? You know, Lindsay, when I hired you to watch my kids, I didn't think this was something I'd have to deal with. Could you tell me what exactly you're doing? (sighs) Fine. No, no. let me look. Let me look at that screen. (sighs) Lindsay, how did you how did you unlock my computer, let alone find that file? I I really don't know whether to be embarrassed or aroused. I don't know, so uh, I go like somewhere awesome. like that. Like she finds my she finds some like nudes yeah. and stuff. Like, you're yeah. so
2: creative! Like I that. love it. Thank you for doing that.
1: <laughs> Whew. On the spot, talk that about. That was really good. Spot. I just
2: wanted Katie to get a really sample good. of your you work. Know what?
1: <laughs> and what I'll do? So okay, I'm not going to waste it. Was it. It's me. fantastic. I have. A recording session I have to do, I'll just go right. ahead and do that. Oh, I'll do and I'll be downloading
3: it. I'm not yeah, going to say, say your name. You're <laughs> not going to say I'm her name.
1: You're <laughs> not going to say your name. But, but you'll but be thinking yeah, about my I'll release that and I'll send you a link <laughs> to it.
3: Totally. That's all she needs to know is that you're at least thinking you know about one, it.
1: I will be. Thank I'll be thinking about you all right, all right, the entire
3: perfect. time.
2: Katie,
0: oh you've been God. very quiet. So is
1: what,
3: what is going through your
2: head? You said you want to bring him into your bedroom too.
0: I'm just <laughs> absorbing it. I think it's great. Yeah. Well, I'm like seven months pregnant right now. So sex is like very slow going at the moment, but I have been getting a little bit hornier. I was very horny yeah, in my were. first pregnancy. Um, but this time I've just been very sick, to be honest. But... Mm. Um, but I have been getting hornier, but not, I've had no desire to like be with my partner and it's also physically very hard. So, <laughs> oh. um, so, I mean, I'm, that's why I'm like, maybe I'll bring you into my, my personal pleasure practice and, and try it out. Cause they have like some of the Dipsia, like threesome yeah. fantasies. Yeah. But
2: Dipsia, yeah. I don't know. Gym stuff kind of makes Dipsia seem like R-rated. <laughs> Like, 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 and, and he was saying like, he really does all, you have sound effects and everything. It's very well produced and it's really, really good stuff. Um, Do you, do, do either of you ladies have any more questions for Jim?
3: I just like, when are we going to (laughs) collaborate on our like workshop and also. We literally could book a workshop. we all kind of have a little bit of a crush on you. I don't know. You're amazing, hey. Jim. I think maybe this was my one of my most favorite interviews um, over the last couple of years. There's something about you that is so magnetic, sexy as fuck. Like I believe in myself more in your presence.
1: But well, wow, um, what a what a compliment you can give someone. That's like maybe one of the best compliments I've yeah. ever gotten, Madison. Yeah. Thank
2: you. No, so you're your work. Stra- oh, sorry. I, go ahead, Katie.
0: I think one of my biggest takeaways was something that you just all kind of casually mentioned is like having these conversations outside Mm. of the bedroom because I feel like these conversations often come up when you are in the bedroom, like what, especially when you're married and you have kids and you have all of a sudden you have time to have sex and you want to do it, but you haven't talked about the thing that you really want to try in that moment. Um, so actually having the conversations outside of the bedroom to really develop that, um, intimacy before, before you're in the bedroom, I think is one of my biggest takeaways from this. I think that's something that I've been doing, um, that hasn't been effective for me, like exploring things with my, with my husband. So thank Mm -hmm. you. And that's a
1: really great opportunity to just have like better communication in general with your partner yeah Mm -hmm. you know sometimes just you know we talk about like sex is an aspect of our life but it's one aspect of our life like all the other things like if you have a hard time sometimes communicating your needs just in general to your partner not even sexual needs just you know the things you need in your everyday life you know totally obviously like those are going to be like difficult conversations to have but They can kind of be maybe a little bit lower stakes, like, and I I would say maybe start, like, maybe you don't have to get into, like, the biggest thing first, like, maybe, like, the first conversation doesn't have to be about, I like, you know, this is what daddy means to me, dot, 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 but, but the first conversation could be about, you know, I really need to feel cared for, like, in the bedroom. Or I really need, you know, these things. And and it's not a conver- the conversation, the word like daddy, and I'm using, you know, Madison, I'm using your Please, example, yeah, but I, you. I I'm, you know, this can apply to anything. Yes. Um, don't even broach that. Broach like don't broach that issue, but but get down like to those issues. And then the next conversation you can say, hey, remember when we talked about that? You remember when we talked about that? Well, you know, talk a little bit more about it. And then you know, bring that up, and they have a better mm-hmm. like they're they're in a better position to hear it, um, to be receptive, yeah, because they have the whole conversation previous that they have context, and you know, and you didn't really put them on the spot to say like, yeah, you mm-hmm. have to do something. That's
0: I love when we advice. have men on the show. Like the thing that I just remembered from Cam Fraser when he came on is like to have these conversations when if you're in like a um, heterosexual relationship to have the conversations yeah, while walking, walking because men t- tend to while oh walking, that's really good when I receptive. okay when
1: I thought of myself having the conversation yeah I was walking when I was wow. like envisioning myself having conversations just like talking mm. like I was
2: yeah yeah wow. that's great that's,
1: no but it's and I, I do I love to like walk and it's one of my favorite dates yeah. like go on a walk or just go for a walk and like and, talk, like talk like and, and like that. process
3: actively while you're moving yes yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Well, this whole well, no. conversation
2: was fantastic. I knew that there was something really special and authentic about you. I was so excited to have you on the show and you've blown me away even more than this conversation. Has been so amazing. Thank you for your vulnerability and sharing your story. We touched on so many, you know, pillars that are a part of this con you know, this that this podcast self-worth mm-hmm. and communication. And um, we, I think we definitely need to collaborate with you on some more things. So workshops. and.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, would, I would love Pink. that. I would absolutely yeah. love that guys. And Lindsay, it is so satisfying to be able
2: to. You <laughs> for <once. Thank> you. <laughs> uh, oh my God. This, no, this, so was, this has been
0: amazing. <laughs> LA is not far yeah, from San Francisco. If you're ever in LA, please <laughs> come hang you so out much with guys.
1: us. <laughs> well, I just moved from I just oh, moved wow, from Ventura, okay. yeah. So it's funny back <laughs> we the were so now. Close, yeah. But if I'm ever back down there, most definitely, guys, yeah, It's been so you. much fun. And I'll send you a link to that to the one Perfect. I create today. Oh, oh, that's yes. gonna be Ooh. that's gonna be a lot of fun. The babysitter amazing, is really in for it.
3: amazing, ah. um, amazing, and. Wow. <clears throat> Jim is coming oh. for you, Lindsay. I'm, I'm
1: Jim here is coming for it. And so, too Jim, long you did there. mention okay.
2: obviously we're new trans of your work. You have a Patreon. I know you also have a website where people can find your work. Can you just share all those? The, and what's the best way for people to follow you, your socials? If they want to. And I'm telling you, you do want to sure. pay for his monthly membership, it is so affordable. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, follow me on Twitter just at Feel Good Filth if you want to see all my dirty, dirty links. Feelgoodfilth.com. I mean, that's my website. That's kind of the flagship. Um, that's where I post all my videos, including all of my new sex style content, which is like the most popular thing that yeah. I've made, you know, oddly enough. Um, and if you just want the audio, pay- and Patreon works for you at patreon.com slash feelgoodfilth.
2: Amazing. spot
1: there. On Instagram, Filthy Jim Nova. And, you know, you can always... Yeah, you can always catch me on the Clit Talk podcast. Search (laughs) for this episode. Your favorite episode. Our favorite
2: episode. Episode 269. (laughs) Good, God. Um, uh, Just kidding. I don't know what episode number it is. But anyways, Jim, thank you so much for taking the time to come on (laughs) and um, do this episode with us. And um, ladies and gentlemen, you want to go and listen to his stuff. It's some of the best stuff out there. So with that,
0: Clitorati, we are going to see you next Tuesday. bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you liked this and are curious about our Clit Talk curriculum, we have a waitlist for our upcoming free workshops and our Sex and Empowerment Signature Masterclass in 2022. Nothing like starting the new year guided by pleasure. Sign up for the waitlist to come tap into your pussy sanctuary with Katie, myself, Sugar, and Lindsay at www.clittalkshow.com backslash waitlist. That's ClitTalkShow.com backslash wait